Welcome to Get to Gnosis, a podcast brought to you by the Gnosis Builders team. Get to Gnosis explores Web3 topics in a bite-sized way while showcasing the best of the Gnosis chain ecosystem. I'm your host, Chantelle Awamayi, and I'm excited to bring you the latest insights, expert opinions, and discussions on all things blockchain. In this episode, we'll be diving into the world of validators and decentralization. Today, we're joined by Theo Chapman, co-founder of Zenaris. Zenaris allows anyone to deploy a blockchain node with just one click. And these nodes are hosted on Web3 infrastructure. So welcome to the podcast, Theo. Hey, thanks so much. Good to be here. Yeah. How are you today? Yeah, doing good, doing good. How about you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good, thank you. What's your Web3 story? How did you find your way into Web3? So it actually started at university and was studying real estate, which is quite different and a lot more oh, yeah. traditional than, than blockchain. But I was really interested in blockchain. I've been buying different cryptos since I was like a teenager. And then that whole process made me really interested and when i got around to writing my dissertation i wrote it on how blockchain can revolutionize real estate transactions and the conveyancing system and that got me fired up and speaking to loads of different people in the crypto industry and then i went and formed this startup with two other people okay wow that's so interesting so it seems like you you weren't a degen in the beginning you were interested in real world assets yeah it's super interesting the main thing i realized that real estate is just so traditional that they weren't gonna adopt blockchain anytime soon so i just wanted to go straight into web3 and do a part of it which is more relevant and current yes it's actually interesting that you say that i feel like there are a lot of industries where blockchain like that would benefit from blockchain technology but they are very resistant in terms of just like mindset and attitude like i think law is another one which is a shame yeah, I guess just old school people don't want to change and don't want to bring in new tech. Thank you for giving us some insight into you. I think it's important for us to kind of talk a little bit more about validators, because I feel like the validator layer is often ignored and kind of not put at the forefront of Web3, of the Web3 like narrative, whereas the validators are probably the most important part of the stack. So... I think it would be good if you could help us set the scene. And I think it all starts off with proof of work. I think right now we're in this stage where most blockchains are actually proof of stake. But let's take like the journey back and understand what proof of work is and how we got to proof of stake today. Before I start the explanation, I think it's quite interesting to say that like when I speak to a load of people that don't understand blockchain and don't understand Web3 and I talk about what our business does and validators and blockchain they're all like that's so unenvironmentally friendly and so they don't actually understand what proof of stake is they've just read all the news in the past about proof of work mm. and so proof of work was the first consensus mechanism which is used by bitcoin and it requires miners to solve complex problems and add new blocks to the blockchain and the work there requires a lot more computational effort by the miner's hardware and the miner that solves the problem first gets the reward 
And this is why it was criticized because it involves high energy consumption and a large amount of power and hence electricity. A proof of stake, on the other hand, takes a different approach in proof of stake or POS, most people call it in the industry. The creator of the new block is chosen in a more deterministic way based on their stake or amount of tokens they hold and are willing to like lock up as collateral. So in simple terms, those with more tokens have a higher chance of being selected to validate transactions and add a new block. And unlike proof of work, proof of stake doesn't require significant computational work. So it's much more energy efficient. It also provides a much better incentive for the validator to act honestly, because otherwise they face the chance of losing their state tokens if they act in a malicious way or validate fraudulent transactions. Yeah, my understanding is that for proof of work, I guess miners are competing to confirm these transactions and add these new blocks to the blockchain. Whereas like you said, for proof of stake, you stake the token and then you're randomly selected to confirm transactions and create new blocks. And on that note, so we, we've kind of mentioned the word in, in our explanations, but essentially what is a validator? I'd call it probably the easiest way to describe it is the backbone of the blockchain. So they're the ones running the show behind the scenes executing, validating, and recording transactions for the network of users. So they're like the gatekeepers of the blockchain. Getting onto what you're building now, what's the story behind Zanaris? How did it come about? You're building this with a team, so we'd love to kind of know the background. We were sitting on this decentralized infrastructure and we wanted to build something for communities to start validating. Naris was created originally from something called Green Edge, which is the company, which is the parent company of Zenaris. And Green Edge control a lot of decentralized infrastructure all around Europe. And they're connected to something larger called the threefold grid. And it's all quite complicated. And I won't go into explaining the, all the details, but basically, one of the fundamental centralized layers in blockchains now is the AWS problem. So there are lots of reports say about Ethereum, for example, and the fact that 25% of Ethereum is run on AWS and AWS, for example, had an outage in the US the other day, which could have compromised the Ethereum network. This kind of problem we're trying to solve with Zenaris. So by running validators for blockchains on decentralized infrastructure, it means there are no single points of failure and it sort of increases the health of the network. And it's something that we expect to be an industry norm in say two years time that most validators are expected not to be using the legacy cloud providers like AWS, Google Cloud, Microsoft. Yeah, no, I think it's a very important problem that you've just highlighted because we we really don't think about our backend dependencies that much. And like you said, there's a massive AWS problem. And, and I guess it's not just on the validator level, it's also on the DAP level, it's everywhere. So when we did have this AWS outage, 
like most apps were unavailable, but also most like normal websites and apps were unavailable too. So yeah, I think it's very impressive that you've found this use case for distributed decentralized infrastructure. And I think it's very important because what you're doing is help helping to propel decentralization further and also encourage more people to become validators. So you recently launched on Gnosis Chain, so congratulations on that. We'd love to hear some more about the specific Zanar value proposition, like the use case, and also why you chose Gnosis Chain. I guess our value prop and our USPs are that we're one click, so validators can create a username with their email and a normal password, like a normal Web2 interface, and log on go through our onboarding process, which is just three easy steps. And all you have to do is connect your MetaMask and deposit your GNO, which is Gnosis token, and then deploy in one click. And that's as, and that's as easy as it is. And uh, so that's one USP. And the other one is that it's a fully non-custodial solution. So at no point do we have access to anyone's tokens, their private keys, so your crypto stays in your wallet, it's secure. And this is really important moving forwards in the validating space that most services are non-custodial because otherwise it sort of goes against the point of holding private keys in the first place. And the third USP is the one we've just been talking about at length is the decentralized infrastructure. And this is why we chose Gnosis because our decentralization values are aligned with Gnosis and running lots of different programs and incentives for people to run their validators in geographically diverse areas. And we saw this and we instantly saw that there was a fit here with Zanaris and that's why we chose Gnosis. And also, I guess it's worth mentioning that Gnosis already has one, over 120,000 validators and this number's growing every week, week on week. And we wanted to be a part of this and try and add value. It's very interesting that you mentioned that. We do have our validator incentive program up and running now, where if you're in the first 10 nodes in your region, then you are eligible to claim an incentive for running a node. I think for us, like we want to make becoming a validator or being a validator as accessible and as easy as possible. So we're very happy to have you in the ecosystem. For us, it's very easy to become, well, we think we've made it as easy as possible to become a validator. And we have a very low like financial barrier to entry with only one GNO. So I think that we have this synergy in making the process as easy as possible. And we do want to make sure that everyone can become a solo staker at home. And I think that what you're doing at Zanaris really can allow anyone to become a solo staker with just one click, which is very impressive. Yeah, and also I've been testing it as much as possible. And my first test, I was able to do it in like less than a minute, which even I was pretty surprised by. So it really is maximum convenience. I like the fact that Zanaris is a non-custodial platform. I think that's so important. We all know the phrase, not your keys, not your coins. And so just upholding those values is very important to us at this chain as well. So yeah, it seems like we do have a lot of synergy. 
and we're striving for the same goal. I mentioned a little bit about decentralization and how it's important for us. And at Gnosis Chain, one thing that we're trying to do, yes, we have an amazing number of validators, over 129,000 right now. And what, like, one thing that we are really striving to do is increase the number of validators, yes, but also increase our Nakamoto coefficient. And this is a number that kind of relates to the number of validators that you have that are not related to each other in any way essentially represents the ability to over- overcome a network. You want your, your Nakamoto coefficient to be as high as possible. And for us, this means that we want to have as many validators as we can that are not related to each other in any way. Like your example with AWS, when AWS went down, all of the validators on all of the validators on AWS would have went down theoretically, if that makes sense. So they're related. So I was just curious, curious to know what you're doing at Zenaris to ensure that your nodes are kind of unrelated to each other and uncorrelated in a sense. Firstly, by location, that's the main thing. So the tech we're built on top of, which is the threefold grid, operates in 65 different countries. And so we've got the option to pick wherever the infrastructure is reliable. And we think that would be a good place to run Gnosis validators. We can run it in those locations. And the threefold grid is co-owned by lots of individuals and all sorts of different organizations. So effectively, like that reduces the single point of failure because, because it's co-owned by so many different people. It means in that sense, it's decentralized as well as from a location and distribution point of view. I understand. I think we've mentioned as an RS being a non-custodial solution. What level of control do users have of the platform in terms of managing their blockchain nodes? So users have full control throughout. If they wanted to, they could actually take their validator somewhere else to another solution if they wanted to. That's just because we're non-custodial and they can eject that validator essentially. And so that, yeah, they have full control at all points. They can add new ones to delete that one. And I guess when Chappella comes and is added to Gnosis, the Chappella upgrade, which I believe is scheduled for August, then users will also be able to withdraw their GNO deposits, which will give them even more flexibility in managing their validator. That's very true. We do have an incredibly important upgrade coming to the Gnosis chain mainnet. Obviously, Ethereum's already gone through its Chappella upgrade, but ours is scheduled for the 1st of August. So very soon, which is very exciting for all of our validators. Yeah, and hopefully that the massive surge in ETH staking right now, hopefully that will be similar to Gnosis as well, because since Chappella, there's been like $100 million daily inflows. Obviously, the market cap and everything like that is different from Ethereum to Gnosis, but hopefully it can have a similar type of growth effect on the Gnosis chain as it did for Ethereum. Yeah, I actually saw something saying there was, there's actually more like staked ETH on centralized exchanges than there is unstaked 
So let's say I go onto the Zanaris platform and I do my one click. How long does it take before my validator is ready to go? So it usually takes at least 24 hours. And that's okay. just because that's the case for any deployment, validator deployment on Gnosis. Keep that in, in Beacon Chain. We give you the URL to track that. That's cool. So I think that really what you're doing is taking away the complexity for people that aren't technical to become validators. Because I feel like historically there has been, well, while there is like a low, especially on Gnosis Chain, there's a low financial barrier to entry. Historically, becoming a validator is a very technical thing and there's a high technical barrier for entry. But what you're offering essentially allows anyone that's interested in decentralization a way and a means of contributing to decentralization. Yeah. And it's all the whole process of deploying a validator. We literally walk you through every single step. So it's it's so simple, it's so easy. In that sense, like there's no getting mixed up or confused. Even if you haven't got a MetaMask wallet set up, we tell you how to do that. Why should people become validators? Firstly, if they care about securing networks, that's one good reason. If they care about the network and are idealists in that sense, but also there's the economic incentive to be a validator and you can earn APY or APR rewards. So Gnosis, for example, is I think 15% APR right now. And while that might not be significant rewards if you just have one note at current prices in, in the bear market which is the same across the whole ecosystem if you run multiple validators with multiple gno you can actually start earning a decent amount of passive income i guess and one thing we're trying to do with Zenaris is to incentivize people to run more validators at customized pricing offers so say if you wanted to run 10 validators instead of one, you're going to get it a lot cheaper and your rewards are going to be a lot better. And you're essentially building up that position in GNO for when you think the prices might rise and you're still earning the same amount of GNO as you would be if the prices were like super high or if they were much lower. So it's all about your faith in the crypto market and the token prices it's really giving people a way to the passive stream of income while supporting decentralization i think this is a really really cool solution and yeah it's been a pleasure speaking to you today thanks so much I... for having me and we're, we're live today I, sh I should have said that at the start but yeah we're live today and anyone can log in and do it straight away we've got an introductory pricing of one euro per validator while we're in beta and yeah go check it out go test it and any feedback or anything like that would be great we've got discord twitter telegram thank you for tuning into this episode of get to gnosis we hope that you've enjoyed our deep dive into the world of validators and as always, we aim to make complex topics in the Web3 space more accessible to all listeners, and we hope that we've achieved this today. We encourage you to keep exploring the Gnosis Chain ecosystem and all that it has to offer, and we look forward to bringing you more exciting content in the future. Don't forget to subscribe to Get to Gnosis and follow us and Zanaris on social media. All of our links are in the description.
Thanks again for listening. And until next time, keep exploring, building, and getting to know this.